Marketing shouldn't have to be a build it and hope they'll come kind of experiment. Each week, join me as I discover key insights and marketing techniques, sales strategies, and funnel building. The big question is, if you're in debt from school loans, in a startup phase, or you have a business with just dismal, stagnant sales, then this is a podcast for you. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share marketing strategies to grow my online business using only today's best internet sales funnels. My name is Todd Rose, and welcome to Marketing Mojo. All right, friends. It's been a while. It's been over a month. I realize that. We've had a couple things happen. Over that time, we had family over, we had um, some things pop up, but here we are, ready to go back, and let's talk about marketing. One of my funnest things to speak about, it's, uh, it's challenging, and I'll tell you why, so let's get into it. As the last episode... I told you I was doing a few things, and one of those was using Garu. It is a sales funnel forecasting tool, I think is the best way to, to say it. Now, they come preloaded. The software has preloaded templates, and if you take a minute and look around and see what works the best for you, and apply it, I think we're going to get some good results. So I did that. I used one that was a generic sales funnel. They'll have, uh, what will they have? Let me click on it here. They'll have a lead generation funnel. They'll have a email drip series email. They'll have mini classes. They have uh, many others, an agency client, a bridge funnel, a chatbot lead funnel, e-com coupon, self-liquidating offer funnel, a squeeze page funnel, a tripwire, a webinar on demand funnel. So I really am enjoying this. And um, again, it's Gero, G-E-R-U. I'm not affiliated with them. I just think it's a really strong tool and one you should have in your arsenal. So my sales funnel is multi-stepped, of course. The first being, so we have to attract leads, and I'm doing that with Facebook for now, but you can expand that to Google, Bing, or any number of other sources. Uh, so in my example, I have Facebook going to my sales page. On my sales page, I'm selling courses. I've got two courses right now. And if neither of those are selected, I have a downsell to a third course. So if one of those are selected, then it goes to the order form. And in Guru, you have percentages. So the average percentage of people that go through your order form is 60%. For the 40% that don't, I have a, a drip email a series that goes out to them. 
restating the offer, restating the benefits, and citing some extra benefits. So that's happening. And uh, for the 60% that do, they get a thank you page. And that's kind of the first part. Now, if the 40% that didn't choose to take advantage of that offer through the order, they're going to get that drip email series of those three emails. Each one of those three emails has a link back to the sales page. So from that, there's then the sales page order and thank you. That's the whole sales funnel. So there's two courses that I have to sell. One is actually um, the master course is $1,997. And the smaller portion is $497. So there's a $2,000 one and a $500 one. Now, based on the percentages I'm getting from Guru, there is... For example, my percentage is if only 1% of the total traffic is coming through, if only 1% takes advantage of the offer, I'm golden. So you can modify those percentages to make it more realistic, especially when you're doing the Facebook ads. Um, like, for example, there is a conversion ratio that you can put in there and then the numbers will change throughout the funnel and you can press the simulate button and it'll show you your expenses, the traffic cost, your merchant fee, if there's refunds, um, the actual, if I didn't say it, the traffic cost, what you're paying for the ads versus your revenue. And at the very bottom, you'll get your, your net profit. Really cool. So that's what I'm basing all this framework on, or that's my framework for basing everything I'm, I'm doing. Besides educating myself with YouTube videos and Google searching and all that good stuff, definitely have to do that. And <clears throat> I've also created, there's been a lot that I've done over these past couple weeks the next thing is creating a lead magnet. So you they would go from Facebook to this lead magnet in another route. So the first route is Facebook to sales page. And then I'll run a second ad on Facebook that goes from Facebook to lead magnet. And this lead magnet is a two, it's a free email course. And it takes them two weeks. Now, in this email course that's delivered, it's not delivered every single day. It's delivered every other day. At the very last email, we'll have a call to action that brings them to my sales page. Um, so for the niche, I'm just taking a fraction of that $2,000 course, and I'm dividing that up over those emails except on the last email like i said there's a, a link back to the sales page now if they don't click on that link they're going to get another email um a, like a couple days later i think it was three days later 
that explains the benefits. Now, after that, there's six more emails. So there's a total of seven follow-up emails because I read a really interesting article that says most salespeople stop after two or three follow-ups. And the top salespeople or marketing, I think it's more sales-related, but the top don't stop there. And they said seven should be um, a great number to shoot for. Because think about it. If they're not taking advantage of your offer, they're either going to unsubscribe or you can keep providing the benefit to them. Maybe hitting them a different way with a different side feature that you hadn't highlighted before in the previous email. And I think that is the way to go. I've also started researching and and there's been a lot of talk about creating a Facebook group in order to sell your product or service. And Facebook groups are now being prioritized by Facebook. So they're coming up a lot more than they used to. So I've just created a Facebook group for this niche. And I've only got two or three right now, but that is going to be yet another Facebook ad whose objective is going to be traffic. And that traffic is either going to go to the niche Facebook page, which is linked to the group, or it's going to go directly to the group. Haven't decided yet. Another thing is with those ads, I'm not just focusing on the United States, it's all English-speaking countries, so there's a lot of them. And just for example, I'm finding a lot of the clicks that are going through to my sales pages are from Belize. I don't know why, but I'll take it. I already explained how I was using two different types of Facebook ads, one that goes straight to the sales page and one that's going to the lead magnet. And pretty soon I'll have a third that's going to the Facebook group. And I'm going to grow that group and then I really need to provide exciting content and create value. And I'm experienced in that niche to do that, but it's consistency. I'm going to have to be consistent with that. And I think that's key because you don't want your users, your groups, your people that join that group to stagnate. So you always want to be feeding them something new, keeping them interested, polls, surveys, questions, articles, uh, all the good stuff. And before you know it, it'll take off. At least that's what I'm hoping. Now, they say you could advertise in that group once a week, but do it in a way where you add value to that same uh, announcement. So you don't want to just post like, hey, buy this. This is my group and buy this. Like, don't do that. What you got to supposed to do is... They're used to seeing your announcements. They're used to seeing you add value. 
And once a week, you're just going to tack on a little bottom to what you're normally doing and say, hey, by the way, this is available. So that's something else that um, I'm going to be working on, and I'll keep you guys up to date with that. And the final thing that I worked on were analytics, because what's not measured isn't managed. Did I say it right? Something like that. So I definitely need to manage where people are falling off along the sales funnel so that I can confirm these numbers in Garu that they're correct. The more accurate this is, the more I know what to do. So I feel like this is a pretty good setup. Anyway, for analytics, I'm using the good old standard Google Analytics. They made it a lot easier now. Just I've done programming and I've, I've worked with source code and code and all that. And I just, I like this a lot better now. It wasn't always so easy. And I'm also using Heap, H-E-A-P. That's really handy because it can do a lot of things that Google Analytics, you might have to get down into the weeds with and really explore or hire someone else to do it where with Heap, you can get very granular and that's important. So that's what's happening. So now we're on to what did we learn from doing all of this so far? Well, what I learned is that Facebook ads require a ton of testing and one should never just, hey, I created an ad. Yes, let's see how the numbers are. No, you have to, you have to do split testing. So I'm doing only A and B split testing and I'm just working with the headlines right now. And when I get a headline or an ad that's working, I'm going to keep that and then move on to the images, change the imagery. And then from that, I'm going to move on to the text. So I'm always changing so that my ads will hit. Um, let's see, what else do I have down here? You should always do the split testing. So as to date, I spent $16 in five days had over 3,500 impressions and 11 link clicks. So I'm doing uh, link clicks instead of like conversion. I'm doing traffic with link clicks. So you can do, you can pay per impression or pay per link click. But it's kind of difficult to set up impressions on Giru. It can be done, but link clicks is more solid. Like I'll go up to a max of a dollar per link click, but right now I'm hitting at like 21 cents, uh, 15 to 21 cents. So I'm okay there. Now I've learned to really use these analytics. Take time to look through things and uh, see what's working and what's not, and I'm not going to get discouraged. Like, I just started, it feels like I just started this, which I guess I did. It took me about four months to create both courses, actually, and the third, which was an email course. That's a lot of work to put in. I probably put in 20 to 30 hours a week consistently, well, except for the holidays, 
over the past four months, and here I am, and now I'm just starting to market things. So here's where um, the rubber meets the road. I'm excited about it. And uh, what else did we learn is that, like I said, the Facebook groups are taking priority, and you should build a niche group, add value to it, post some interesting things, and... Let's see, what else? So I'm going to wrap it up because this is just the beginning of things, and I hope that I was able to provide you a step-by-step -step of what I've done. And Really, there's only three things that I've been learning from that because there's so much more. I need to have this information. Uh, set for a number of weeks or a number of months and keep changing things to make sure that uh, someone will actually buy the course. And when they do, celebration. And that is kind of what I'll talk about in the next podcast is, did anyone buy my course yet? If they did, where they come from? How did they do it? What ad did they like? And what other kind of statistics am I going to have if I let this run out another week? Because one of my ads, I'm well, I'm split testing both ads, but one expires in another six days. So I'll have an update on which one won um, headline-wise. And that's it. Take it easy, guys. I'll be talking to you soon. Thank you.